0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Fonterra's results are out and it's not looking bad at all. A $583 million full year profit. It's down slightly, but earnings were still up per share. The cooperative has decided not to sell its stake in its Australian business. Miles Harrell is the chief executive. Hi, Miles. Hi Heather, how you doing? i um, well, thank you. Is that a record final milk price? Uh, it is, yeah. I mean 9, 9.30 for the year, it is a great milk price, a great great for a farmer. Um, but at the end of the day, we shouldn't also lose sight. That does seen significant empl- inflationary pressure also on farms. So, you know, get great on one hand, but uh, take it away on the other, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Did I read that you're sitting on a lot of inventory at the moment? Yeah, we're carrying a bit more inventory through year end. We saw a bit more milk in sort of that autumn period last year than what we had anticipated, and sort of that supply chain disruption that that played out. So a bit more milk than what we anticipated. But again, the balance sheet was in good sh- in, in good shape, and so we use the balance sheet to to carry that through year end. And uh, six weeks into the new year, uh, we're we're in good shape moving that inventory through. So what's the thinking? Do you guys just sit on it until you can get a better price for it? Well, not not so much that. I mean, we we had sold a fair chunk of it by the time 31 July comes round. Um, but as I say, supply chain disruption—we weren't getting the ships into New Zealand to get the product mm. away. So you either make a call to to discounts and and try and find an alternative way, or say no, we're gonna we're gonna hold it. The market had said softened ever so slightly at that point, but we've seen two GDT events pick up uh, more recently. So you know, for our job, let, let's uh, tactically use the balance sheet to hold and then sell out in a more orderly fashion, which we've done. So and it, and, and it's working out in our favour. How, how? By the way, are the shipping problems going? Are they getting any better? They're getting better, but it's off a hell of a low base. I mean, we've had a, we've had a miserable sort of two thousand twenty-one into early part of twenty-two. So it's getting better. I think we'd, we'd hopefully see the back end of it towards this, this end of calendar year, maybe into into next year. We, we have managed to get all our product away throughout the year, uh, but we've seen just delays and, and you know, ships bypassing ports and whatever. And it's, I guess it's a factor of being at the bottom end of the world that uh, we're not on the main shipping route. So uh, it's been a bit miserable for, for all exporters, I must add. Uh, but we, we're seeing our way through it, hopefully. Do you guys still do any business with Russia? So we made the call, I'm going to say, six months ago now that we're going to exit our business in Russia. Two, we have two businesses up there. One is sort of a trading operation for a product out of New Zealand and one was a joint venture. So we made the call very early on that uh, that this is not for us. I mean, this uh, the the... The decisions that Putin was making at the time and, and doesn't appear to be pulling back from is just not, not, not for us. We sort of strategically had had said that, uh, you know, we, Russia's probably not for us long term anyway as milk starts to decline. But we sort of brought that decision forward and, and we'll exit Russia uh, straight away. So so was that, did you make the decision after the invasion? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Strategically, we, it was on our radar to do something at that that market at some point. But uh, once the invasion happened, we decided now's our time to move on. Yeah, and what, did you have to sell a business, did you? So say two parts. One is a trading operation, so uh, I think of the seven staff up there, six have been redeployed into our business throughout Europe and in the Middle mm. East, so they wanted to relocate their families, which was helpful, and the joint venture is trying to work with the counterparty to to exit that business now. But, yeah, the safety of our people is important as well, um, you yeah, to, know, to, to simply close the door, I mean the directors of those companies, are, you know, can get themselves in a bit of in a bit of strife if you do anything rash. So, trying to find an orderly way out of that business, but we haven't seen any product up there in the meantime, so they're effectively dormant while we uh, work our way out of the exit of that of that market. Yeah, well, why are you keeping the Australian business? Well, we, we've had a good look at that the last twelve months. Uh, firstly, it's performed very well this last twelve months, and uh, I guess one year doesn't doesn't make a. Uh, a reason to hold in, in itself. But the decision we made a year ago to have a good look strategically, what is the right thing to do with that business? Is the, is the, the sole ownership of the co-op uh, the right ownership structure? We've completed that work and decided we, we are the right owner. Uh, it, it, does, it does take quite a bit of milk out of New Zealand, if I'm honest, uh, quite a bit of milk heads across to Australia. Despite the fact of having their own dairy industry, a lot of milk from, from New Zealand to Australia, and then it gets exported beyond. So, a nice complementary business to what we have here. Strong brands that, that span both. I mean, I think Mainland's probably the number two cheese brand in, in Australia, uh, as a, of course it's a strong brand here in New Zealand. So, we, we, we see some synergies, and uh, we, we're going to double down and invest into that market to, to grow it even further. Good on you, Miles. Thank you for your time. That's Miles Hurrell, Fonterra's Chief Executive.